welcome to Psalm 86, a prayer of David. While we do not know under what circumstances did David write the psalm, but one thing is clear and that is he is very desperate for help. In fact, throughout the psalm, you will read of his desperate plea against his ruthless enemies. Now what is interesting in the psalm is this, that David beseeches God to help him for four very specific reasons. In fact, he tells God that you must help me for these four reasons. Now what are they? First one, he says, your nature, O Lord, is that of showing mercy and compassion to the poor and the needy. Your nature, O God, is that of showing mercy and compassion to the poor and the needy. So in verses 1 he writes, Bow down your ears, O Lord, and hear me, for I am indeed poor and needy. Bow down your ears, O Lord, and hear me, for I am poor and needy. Here David uses an expressive language to speak of his need, of course, figurative though, that God in heaven should bow his head to earth to hear his plea for help. Now it is Charles Spurgeon who said, When our prayers are lowly by reason of our humility, or feeble by reason of our sickness, or without wing by reason of our despondency, the Lord will bow down to them. The infinitely exalted Jehovah will have respect unto them. And you know why? Because the nature of the Lord is to listen to the cries of the poor and the needy. Because of his nature, the highly exalted Jehovah will indeed bow down his ear to their cry. And what does David do here? He appeals to God's sympathy. He appeals to his compassion. For he knows God is gracious and God is compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. He knows love and compassion and forgiveness is foundational to the Lord he worshipped. And therefore, he knows Yahweh will, Yahweh certainly will look upon his life with mercy and compassion. Your nature, O Lord, is that of showing mercy and compassion to the poor and the needy. And therefore I know, he says, you will certainly look upon my life with mercy and compassion. Second, he says, I know you will help me because you are my God. Yes, you are my God and you alone can preserve my life. Verses 2, he writes, Preserve my life for I am holy. You are my God. Save your servant who trusts in you. Now, of course, when David says, I'm holy, he's not saying he was not a sinner, yet he knows that among other men, especially those who were against him, he was a holy man. So he says, help me, O God, for you are my God. It is like telling my dad, help me, dad, for you are my father and I'm your son. There is, you know, what is called as connectedness. There is relationship between us. And even here, between David and God, David experiences this relationship, this connectedness. He says, you are my God, and therefore I know for sure that you will help me. And third, he says, I know you will help me because no other God can. I know you will certainly help me because no other God can, for there is none like you. You alone are above all gods. Verses 8 to 10, he says, Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any works like your works. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O God, and shall glorify your name. For you are great, and you do wondrous things. You alone are God. Now it is very interesting. It is absolutely fascinating that David had such amazing understanding of who God was. He sees Yahweh as holy and listening and worthy and merciful, good and ready to forgive. As compared to the pagan gods such as Baal and Ashtoreth and Dagon, 
you know many of these gods were understood to be bitter vengeful cunning and sexually depraved but david knew that his lord his yahweh the lord he worshiped was very different he indeed is holy he indeed listens he is worthy he is merciful he is uh, forgiving and is compassionate as well among the gods there is none like you o lord so i know my help can come from nowhere but you alone o god and forth he appeals to god for help because david recognized that god was the creator and master over all israel not just merely israel he was the lord of the universe you see most gods were considered to be only national or regional deities david knew that his god the living god the true god was the lord above all was the lord above everything in verses 9 he says all nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you you o lord and your name shall be glorified and they will exalt your name now may i say david for sure knew his god and therefore he was able to pray right david knew his god and that helped him in his prayer you know often times it is in prayer that our theology is revealed and here david got his theology right and because he got his theology right he got his prayers right as well how important it is for us to know who our god is to know his character his heart his attributes and if i may say it is only when we know him well and know him right that our prayers will be more aligned to his will and they shall become more meaningful as well you know my son and my daughter know me very well by now i'm amazed at times how they're able to act wisely and ask right knowing my temperament my mood and my character how much more must we know god the one we worship how much more must we know his nature so that our prayers are not shallow but deep and satisfying our relationship are deep and satisfying as well it is warren wiersbe who said the better you know him the better you can approach him with your needs the better you know him the better you can approach him your god with your needs david knew his god for whom love compassion goodness mercy, and forgiveness were foundational and therefore he was able to appeal to him he knows that the lord he worships is not a hard-hearted angry god he knows that there is no other god like yahweh like adonai and he also alone can preserve his life and it is to him every knee shall bow one day and therefore he prays o god of compassion a god of mercy a god of forgiveness and love a god like no other would you hear my prayer of course he goes on to also pray and say teach me your ways o lord i will walk in your truth unite my heart to fear your name therefore i will praise you o lord my god with all my heart and i will glorify your name forever You see David also knows that he could only walk in God's truth with a united heart a divided heart would lead him to instability for sure but this he also knows that this can't be done by him alone he needed God's help to walk in integrity with a united heart God alone can help him and therefore the prayer teach me your ways O Lord keep my heart united to serve you and you alone so that I will praise your name Would you take some time today to read the psalm and get to know the God of David? 
Remember, the better you know him, the better you can approach him with your needs. David knew his God so well that he was able to pray right. He was able to position his requests right. He was able to appeal to a God who was merciful and compassionate and slow to anger and abounding in love. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, you are forgiving and you are good. O Lord, abounding in love and compassionate, slow to anger, ever hearing to our prayers made to you. For you are my daddy. You are my Abba Father. Thank you for the access I have to you through your Son and my Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for the Holy Spirit who is right beside me and in me. So as David, I too pray this day, O Lord, teach me your ways that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name that I may praise you, O Lord my God, with all of my heart and I will glorify your name forever. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.